Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is the podcast Woman and Mythology, and I'm your host Maria. In today's episode, I will retell the story of Skeleton Woman, a story about death, about Lady Death. She had done something of which her father disapproved, although no one any longer remembered what it was. Her father dragged her to the cliffs and thrown her over into the sea. There, the fish ate her flesh away and plucked out her eyes. And as she lay under the sea, her skeleton turned over and over and over in the currents. One day, a fisherman came fishing. Well, in truth. Many would come to this bay, but this fisherman had drifted far from his home place and did not know that the local fishermen stayed away, saying that the inlet was haunted. The fisherman's hook drifted down through the water and caught, of all places, in the bones of Skeleton Woman's ribcage. The fisherman thought, "Oh, this is a big one. With this one, I'll be able to feed myself and perhaps my." Neighbors for many many weeks. Oh, I won't need to come back fishing tomorrow or the next day. Oh, the other fishermen will say that I am such a good fisherman because I got such a big one. All these thoughts were already happening through his head as he felt his hook being pulled and pulled. And as he was thinking all these marvelous thoughts. Skeleton woman under the water was trying to disentangle herself from the hook, but the more she tried, the more entangled she was. The hunter was starting to collect his line when he turns back in his kayak to gather his net, so he did not see the little coral creatures glinting in the orbs of her skull. He did not see the crustaceans of her old ivory teeth. When he turned back with his net, her entire body was hanging from the tip of the kayak by her long front teeth. Ah! He cried, and his heart fell into his knees. His eyes hid in terror in the back of his head. Ah! He screamed, and he was so so scared of that vision of that appearance in front of him that he just grabbed his paddle and he started. Moving the kayak to shore, he did not realize that skeleton women continued tangled in his line. When he arrives in the shore, he gets his material, his his fishing net, his box with hooks because that's what he needs to survive. And he runs towards his home again, not realizing that she's still entangled in the line. Over the rocks he ran, and she followed. Over the frozen tundra he ran, and she kept right up. Over the meat laid out to dry he ran, and she followed. She followed him all the way. In fact, when they were going through the meat laying out to dry, she even grabbed a bit to eat, and she ate as she was being carried because she had not gorged in a long time, and she was starving. Finally, the man reached his snow house. And finally, on knees and hands, he felt safe in his house. He felt safe, so safe. Thanks to God's Raven, yes. Thank Raven, yes. All, all beautiful, bountiful Sedna, safe at last. He was thinking and thinking. Imagine that when he lit his whale oil lamp, 
stumbled on the floor, one heel over her shoulder, one knee inside her ribcage, one foot over her elbow. There it lies, skeleton woman. He could not say later what it was. Perhaps the firelight softened her features, or the fact that he was a lonely man. But a feeling of some kindness came into his breathing, and slowly he reached out his grimy hands, and using words softly like a mother to a child, began to untangle skeleton women from the fishing line. He would sing, Oh, na, 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 and he would untangle the toes. Oh, na, 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 and he started untangling the ankles. Oh, na, 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 and on and on he worked through the night until skeleton women's bones were all in order a human's bones should be, and he dressed her in furs to keep her warm. He used some of his hair to lit a bit more the fire, and he fell into his leather chair. He gazed at her, at skeleton women, from time to time as he oiled the precious wood of his fishing stick. But she did not dare to say a word. She was scared this hunter might throw her down the rocks again and break her bones to pieces utterly. The man became drowsy. He pushed a blanket over him and suddenly he was sleeping. Sometimes as humans sleep, a tear escapes from the dreamer's eyes. We never know what sort of dream causes this, but we know it is either a dream of sadness or a dream of longing. And this is what happened to the man. A tear escaped his eyes. The skeleton woman saw the tear glistening in the firelight, and she became so thirsty. She crawled over to the sleeping man and put her mouth to his tear. The single tear was like a river, and she drank and drank and drank until her many years-long thirst was slacked. While lying beside him, she reached inside the sleeping man and took out his heart, the mighty drum. She sat up and banged on both sides of it. Boom, 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 boom. As she drummed, she began to sing out, flesh, 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 flesh. And the more she sang, the more her body filled out with flesh. She sang for hair and good eyes and nice fat hands. She sang the divide between her legs and breast long enough to wrap for warmth. She sang for all the things a woman needs. And when she was done, she also sang the sleeping man's clothes off and crept into bed with him, skin against skin. She returned the great drum, the heart, to the man's body. And that is how they awakened, wrapped one around the other, tangled from their night together. In another way now, a good and lasting way. The people who cannot remember how she came to her first ill fortune that led her to be pushed over the cliff say that the women and the fishermen went away and were consistently well fed by the creatures she had known in her life underwater. The people say that is true and this is all 
they know. So this is the story of Skeleton Woman, a love story, a story about the relationship of life, death, life. I invite you to reflect on the images of this story. Where do you see yourself in this tale? What are the parts that you can really see happening? The parts that came alive. These images are speaking to you. They are connecting you to your unconscious. In the next episode, I will interpret some of the symbols and initiations of this tale. So stay with us, and if you like, connect with me on Instagram at Woman and Mythology. You can also connect with me through my website, womanandmythology.com, where I share some other elements of my work. I hope you enjoyed this story, and I wish you the kindness, the generosity, the compassion, and the patience of the fisherman as he entangles Lady Death. <laughs>